podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome once again to another match day edition of the Leeds That Podcast. I'm Paul and today I'm joined by Andy. Hello. And James. Hello. Today we're going to be discussing our home fixture against Chelsea. It's another one that we're sadly not there for that would have been, I think we'd have had enough time to uh, be enjoying ourselves by now. Uh, coming up, we'll be discussing our head-to-head record, the team lineup, give our predictions for the game, then always afterwards get together and have a chat about how things have gone. How are you doing, guys? I'm very good. Cheers, Paul. Uh, you are looking very slender, this running that you're doing. You look like Paul Farrer. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's... it's uh, do you know what? The, the best influence it's having is on my mental health, I would say. Getting out and feeling like you're achieving something and doing something positive. So... Yeah, it's been great. Halfway through, I just this morning uh, did the uh, Bon Jovi run. Which, bon Jovi uh, run? Yep. Yeah, I'm What's halfway that? there. Oh, God. I've now uh, done 25.77 miles from the 13th of March, so feeling good about it. And unfortunately, it's not all downhill from here um, because there's plenty still to uh, to go. But yeah, feeling great. So cheers for that, mate. Now keep going, keep going. It's all good. It's a good cause. Andy, how are you? I'm all right, thank you. Chipper. That's good. I like Chipper. I like Chipper Andy. I think the listeners like Chipper Andy. The what? Um, my brother and, <laughs> and, and James's my mom. sister. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even think um, my sister listens, mate, so don't bring her in. Has she quit? Jeez. I don't think she started. Fair enough. So head to head to record against Chelsea. Do we have um, to do? Do we have to do this bit? Yeah, why? This bit's good. Oh, we're all right. We're beating them. Games won thirty nine. Games drawn twenty nine. Games lost thirty five. So Go on, it, right? yeah. So you know, even if they win today by some miracle, we'll still have the head to head. So we're doing this just before kickoff, so I can uh, announce the team. It's Melier, Ailing, Lorente, Strike, Alioski. Phillips, Rafinha, Roberts, Dallas, Harrison, Bamford. Is that right? I'd have never guessed that team in a month of Sundays. I was just checking I wasn't reading like from the first game or something. That's right, isn't it? Yeah, I'd, I'd have never guessed it either. Would you? What, what happened to Cooper? Cox on the bench. Casillas back on the bench. Then Helder Costa, Rodrigo, Berardi, Click, Shackleton. What on earth's going on here? It's just a ploy, so we absolutely smash him. I can see it. James, what are your thoughts on that lineup? I was obviously reading that for the first time as I read it out. So. <laughs> you would never have guessed. Um, yeah, it's, well, it's another one of those, isn't it, where we've got the back line changing again. So, yeah, who knows what's going to happen. Um, yeah, it's <laughs> it's very unnerving. There's never there, We haven't had any consistency at all, have we, at the back? It's crazy. So, uh, yeah, let, let's pray. Pray to the Lord Jesus Christ. But we're getting close to Easter, I suppose. David Prutton. <laughs> exactly. Prutton's got to be out there. No, he only covers the championship. My mate once bought me a T-shirt. You can get custom-made T-shirts. Ding in the 21st century, can't you? And they got me one that said... Uh, it, was, uh, <laughs> it was actually quite out there. It was uh, David Prutton, as if he was Jesus. And it said, Prutton loves you, but I think you're a... And then it said, see you next Tuesday. Wow. I'll tell you what, I think that's the strongest bench we've had all season if they were all fully fit. Are you just skirting over that T-shirt? I'm moving on quickly, yeah. We're a family show. 
family show. Yeah, I told you. Get your family sister. show. Bloody yeah, the, hell. Only, the only people who listen, my brother, your sister. And apparently she doesn't listen. So, uh, <laughs> and Andy, uh, yeah, interesting lineup. I don't think anyone would have guessed that whatsoever. But it was interesting looking at uh, going on the Chelsea forum just before they've shifted to a back four, which is unusual for them. They have made tweaks because of the fact that they've got a big European tie coming up in midweek, um, something that we may look forward to next season, according to Andy. Um, but it's still, you're up against a really tough, tough lineup. What is their lineup? I haven't seen it. I've got... It's uh, Mendy, then Aspilicueta, Christensen, Rudiger, Chilwell, then Kante and Jorginho just in front of that, then Zayic, Mount and Pulisic with Havertz in front. Average. You see, they're yeah. very top-heavy, aren't they? I, I, I think they're a bit guff at the back. You think? Yeah. I've been really impressed with Chelsea since they brought in uh, Tuchel and have gone on this decent run. Like I watched the Southampton game, which was the game South because we were playing Southampton next. And Southampton really frustrated them and did really well. That's not how we operate. We don't really frustrate. Um, Chelsea are really... Hang on, we're one of the most frustrating teams on the planet. We've not watched us before. Yes, that's because we are frustrated watching Leeds play. (laughs) Uh, That is very different. But it's two teams today who like to pass the ball. I don't think that's going to be aided by the pitch. I'm happy to always talk about the pitch because I think it does have an influence. I would say you just hope that we get to the end of the season with nobody from either side having any serious injuries because it doesn't look like a great surface to be playing football. Re- reword that. Nobody from Leeds having any serious injury. No, I mean it. I'm I'm a lover, not a fighter. I'm not suggesting we have like a Tekken tag team tournament on the pitch. I'm watching um, the coverage in the background as we're the sort of the build-up and they're out, they're out training. And when you get an overhead aerial shot of the pitch... It looks shocking. And this is the replacement. It's absolutely disgraceful, really. Are you up on grass? No, but I'll tell you what as well. Go I on. Went you, to, you, uh, tell, you tell me what as well. I went to a, a garden centre today. To, of course you did. Know, there's bugger all else to do. Tis the season, isn't it? It's Mother's Day tomorrow. And um, you bought your it was really grass. nice. No, it's just really nice being in a place that was vibrant and full of colour. That's all I'm saying. A little segue. So if you're feeling down at all and you want to lift yourself, go have a mooch in a garden centre. They're open. You can wear your face mask and stay we, safe. We need to get back into football soon. Do you remember that <laughs> football factory when that guy was like a big old football hooligan and then he ends up going, oh, I can't come to the game today. And he says, why? And he went to a garden centre with his missus. That's just happened. Now, <laughs> get me back to Ellen Road. I'm desperate He's... to go to the football. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! You're finding ha- you're finding happiness in the little things in life. We don't need the little things in life. We just need football. We just need football and Leeds to win. I saw early in the week when Tuchel was talking about Leeds that he actually played in the Stuttgart game for Stuttgart, which was first game. Yeah, so that was a nice little uh, tip of the hat to history. Bloody hell, there you go. Um, so, I had a little venture onto their forums. Um, one thing that I completely agree with them with, that they ate 12.30 kickoffs, they should do away with those things. 
I think that's a fair point. Uh, but they also said Leeds are hard to predict. They play some excellent football, but are frequently poor defensively. We will no doubt get tested at the back, but we should also get a lot of chances ourselves. Could be a fair few goals in this one. Nil, nil. Do you think? No. <laughs> it's just when someone curses it like that, isn't it? You just set up for a fall, aren't you? Do you know, I heard uh, Coleman talking on commentary the other day ahead of the Leeds game. I think that might have been the Sunday night game and they said, oh, we're West Ham Leeds tomorrow. And uh, he was like, there's goals in that. There's goals in that. And there were. There's always goals. There's only, it's been so... Um, infrequent that there isn't a goal you know we pluck out some funnies from the forums where were they this week you've just gone with one that makes sense uh literally uh, okay okay here we go then i might be in an old git but spoke to my sons last night and seen some posts on here as well people are mentioning resting players for the athletic game and that's the bigger game then some expletives what this are is the expletives tell us the expletives i'm not doing that this is Leeds, for Christ's sake. Lose to them Saturday and it ruins the weekend. <laughs> Lose to Atletico Wednesday. I'm over it on Thursday morning. Back in the day, the Atletico game would be classed as a glorified friendly compared to dirty Leeds. If only us fans were there. I love that. That's great. That's kind of my mentality on, on Europe, to be honest. I know there's like always the... Well, there's a lot of money and accolades that come with European football, but you cannot beat like a big rival game. Chelsea, Leeds-Chelsea is massive. It's absolutely massive. But we somehow forget that because we're not in the ground. If we were there, you would feel it, I'm telling you. Oh, definitely. It, obviously, it's a huge, huge game historically, but in recent history, it's just been nice that we could have a go at Mr Lampard, hasn't it? So that's, that edge has gone a little bit for me. My hatred's going to be channeled completely to Mason Mount today. Where's yours going to lie? Mason Mount, fair play. <laughs> All of them for me. I just don't like Chelsea. No, that's fair enough. Well, the referee today is Kevin Friend. So we shall see how he gets on. I'm hoping that come the end of the game, we're not talking about refereeing decisions or video assistant referee decisions. Oh, the pitch. I'm bored of talking about the pitch. I've still got more to talk about the pitch before we finish wrapping up the first half of this podcast. So... uh... (laughs) Predictions. What, what are you thinking today? Well, I'm I'm thinking the pitch is going to play a big part. <laughs> oh, bloody hell! <laughs> no, I think um, it's always difficult when a new manager comes in, regardless that they've got a European game coming up in the week. But you've got players that were probably you know not favourites under Lampard and were sort of you know left in the changing room and weren't able to to get a game to all of a sudden having a clean slate. And that means that you've then got people who'd sort of almost written themselves off under Frank Lampard coming back in under a new manager and competing to get back in the team. So everyone's level within that team has raised. And that makes it even more difficult for us going into a game like this. And given that we are, let's be honest, inconsistent and we do have inconsistencies even in the team, you know, like the back four, I think that puts us in a bit of a a tough spot. And I... I just think it's going to be such a hard game. You know, it's they're fourth in the league and they've got some really good players. Um, that being said, I'm going to go 2-0 Leeds because why not? Andy, what do you think? This this game screams out to me very much of a similar game to the one 
with the build up to the Leicester game where we where we won three one three one wasn't it? Yep. Yeah, I was absolutely terrified going into it, and it was an uneasy watch, and I didn't want to lose, and blah blah blah. And we went out and absolutely bashed them. So I'm hoping it's going to be that. But my head's saying, uh, sadly, that I think we're going to get turned over today. Are you going to pr- predict a score for the turning over, or are you just just is that a, that it turned over? Three one to them horrible people in blue. My take on it, I I think a great result would be a draw and no injuries. But I think, obviously, I hope we'll win. And you do never know, but this is the kind of game where next season, hopefully, having when we eventually secure our Premier League status, these are the games where you would look to start to pick up a few more points compared to this season to show the difference in, in, in terms of how we've managed to progress. So... I, I think we'll lose today and I'm trying my best to uh, just hopefully enjoy the game and, you know, anything's a bonus today, starting with low expectations. What's your final word? Life's a pitch. Pitch. Fair enough. Great pitch. <laughs> <laughs> just because it's rattling Andy. It's rattling us all, but it's rattling Andy because we it keeps getting mentioned. So pitch, 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 pitch. Andy, what's your word? Pitch. Uh, <laughs> optimistic. I'm still hopeful that we've got a decent bunch here and that when we do go into these games, although Mead says we're going to lose, I'm, I'm really optimistic that we're going to do all right. And when we turn up, we absolutely spank, don't we? So I'm optimistic, even in defeat, if that makes any sense. Go on, Paul. Give your word and close us out. Missing. Uh, You're missing the garden centre? I'm missing being there. I really wish we were there right now. Then I wouldn't have had to take joys in the garden centre. I'm, I'm, I don't know why Cooper's missing, so I'm going to have to read about that afterwards. I'm missing... We missed a lot of chances the other night, and I'm op- I don't think we can afford to do that in the same way if we're going to get anything out of today. And I hope I'm massively missing the point. And when we sit back afterwards, that we've got something decent to discuss. So enjoy the game if you can. And uh, hopefully we'll be back talking about something positive after this. We're back and it's finished Leeds United nil, Chelsea nil. What did you make of that? Called it, didn't I? Andy was yawning when you first pressed record on this poll, so I think that summed it up for him. I thought we were class today. I'm yawning because I'm fatigued because of the energy Leeds put in. It's zapped into my living room. I'm knackered. So, despite we we haven't scored since the Southampton game now. That's now three games in a row without scoring. So, it, it does, do you find that concerning? No. We scored in the West Ham game. We scored today. He scored a point. We've had the ball in the net, sure, but today's was more clear-cut offside, wasn't it? Yeah, but still, we scored. Okay, mate. I turn you tell you what you're like. What I do to Matthew after that draw in the uh, League Cup, you know, it's finished nil-nil, but we scored today. We scored loads of pens in that League Cup one that we drew to all. That we lost. That all right, that wasn't my point. However. <laughs> <laughs> Fair to say, you know, we've come close um, on on several occasions in that game. It's uh, 
were we unlucky? Did we deserve more? Was it war a really? Is it a great result? Was it? You know, where are we at? I think we rode our luck. But I think they did too. Looking on on the balance of the game, first half they dominated, but today was much more like the start of the season for me when we came up against the inverted commas big teams and we played like it was a basketball game. We were everywhere today. The energy was unbelievable. Yeah, we had that really dodgy thing where Ailings banged it against Lorente, it's hit the bar and Melier's caught it, but then Tyro's like channeled his inner greatest of all time and had a barnstormer in it, the bar with that other shot, hadn't he? So Mendy had a good save. I think they looked a bit void of ideas, to be fair, uh, Chelsea. I, won't, I didn't really feel too threatened by them. The most threatening player they had, for me, they took off. Well, before the game, we said, uh, we've changed the defence again, it's unsettled, we've struggled to put our best back four out again and again and again. But they made six changes. How much do you think that impacted upon on the game in, in general, James? Quite a lot, but I kind of disagree with Andy. I thought they were really dangerous and they made me very nervous at times. And yeah, I thought I just thought we did we defended really well. Considering as well, again, like we talked about before the game, that it was another inconsistency in that Cooper wasn't going to be playing. And yeah, I just thought I thought we we handled them well, but they are dangerous and Tuchel's done a, a good job with kind of organizing them as well. And yeah, I think I'm not delighted, but I'm I'm happy with a nil-nil. Well, I'm happy with a point, let's say. Um, I think it's probably about right in the end. And we could have snuck a win maybe at the end, but there you go. Nil-nil's good. A point at this stage in the season against a, a team that's fourth is 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 really good. Who worried you in the second half? In the second half, I was like cocktails on beach, chilling. Nah, they had plenty of shots on goal, didn't they? They were just at the keeper. If they had found a corner, then, you know, we were probably talking about a different scoreline altogether. They got to a point where Rudiger has hammered it from, like, his own half having a shot, nearly. Mm. Hudson O'Doy had a couple when he came on as well, didn't he? But they were just, they were just at the keeper. They just, you can't deny it. They look, I think once he's settled in as manager, they'll be, a dangerous side because they're worth about half a billion pounds anyway so they should be I just thought they were tame so Rodrigo's been brought on and subbed off any thoughts on, on on why that was you can see why he likes to play Bamford put it that way <laughs> and I, I, I don't think Rodri- I think Rodrigo's a great player but the way we're set up to play you need someone in there to uh, be a bit of a hold up type player and Rodrigo just isn't that is it there's a, there's a couple of moments where the ball, where he was on the halfway line and the ball was kind of up in the air and it was 50-50 and then it landed and he and he was like five yards away from it and just didn't run towards it and make, and put him under pressure. And it happened a couple of times. It made me think, yeah, if that was if that was Bamford, he would be putting them under all sorts of pressure and it's in those positions that we win the ball back and then all of a sudden we're in a positive position and transitioning into attack and it just I don't know it's its like its like he just didn't understand that he was supposed to be picking players up it was weird um, but yeah I, I wouldn't have I, maybe I wouldn't have pulled him off but maybe it's Bielsa's making a point you don't you, don't, you don't, don't 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 say it Andy I'm not pulling off anyone <laughs> so I, I said beforehand that I, I thought a draw would be a, a brilliant result but also that I didn't want anybody to be injured and Bamford's gone off injured. You've talked about the impact that that had on the team. Um, 
any thoughts at this point in time on how bad that looked? I'm not a medical professional. But he's dead. <laughs> Sorry, I thought you were going to say something like that, Andy, like you would usually. I think he just landed nastily on his knee, didn't he? And he had that knee problem a few years ago. I can't remember whether he had surgery. I don't think he did, did he? But yeah, that's never good if it's something where you've landed awkwardly because chances are, you know, it's not a knock like a dead leg or anything. It's, yeah, could be a few weeks. Hopefully not. Um, first half, we had probably better chances than we ended up with in the second half, you know. But... Disagree. <laughs> Go on then. Rodri- Say something. Rodrigo's header in the second half. Free header. Rafinha. Oh. And that amazing save by Mendy. The only real decent quality chance in the first half, apart from the offside goal, was when Roberts has hit the bar of a spooner. What well, a spooner! It's a worldish shot, wasn't it? That's really unfair. But you know what I mean. <laughs> a spooner. Uh, it was such a good effort. He was so unlucky. Yeah, you. I mean, you're right. So I take that back. Pardon. But I, I think it just felt like there were more chances in the first half. The game, did maybe, did it peter out? I think the intensity dropped off a little bit. It was it was like a basketball game at first half, wasn't it? Both teams were pressing very high and closing down well, weren't they? It's a, it was a funny one, wasn't it? Because we were still doing the usual of winning the ball quite high, high up the pitch still, like we always do. But then we're just making like silly passes and... You, in our own half and you just think is that us making mistakes or is it is it them doing their job I don't know but that's where it's frustrating because you don't see that side of Leeds very often do you? It's, it's not very often that you see a game where we've had so, such little of the ball um, Exactly Chelsea have ended up with 62% possession which must be the probably the biggest possession against us in, in Bielsa's time so then it comes, what do you do when you win the ball, ball back? How well are you performing off the ball? And the, maybe today we got bits of the look that we haven't actually had when um, in recent times. There was a point when um, one of their attackers in the second half was across the box. I, I think it was at Hudson at Dyke, in the exact same place where the West Ham guy whose name I'm not mentioning the, the other night where Ailing stuck out the leg and it was like you could see the cogs were then going yeah we don't tackle here I'll let him go <laughs> no I, th- I think it was a solid performance all around wasn't it I don't think we couldn't be too disheartened by that see it's good to get a point on the board after a couple of losses in it especially against inverted commas a big team as I said beforehand I I thought a draw today would really set a marker out because we've had a lot of fans over since the other day saying can't see us ever getting a point again <laughs> you know you look at the run of fixtures and not again ever in the history of football but the rest of the season <laughs> when we've got 11 games to go and we've got a lot of tough tough games at the against teams that are competing both at the at both ends of the division so when you are stuck somewhere in the middle where it you feel like you may be safe but you don't but there's a lot above you and it's quite congested. It's relatively easy to fall into a trap of coasting through it, wanting to get to the end and not having a great deal to play for yourself. So I think that could be where some of that comes. So to actually get a point at the next opportunity, I think it's cracking and it sets us up for our trip to London. 
We'll beat Fulham. You reckon? Yeah. I think we'll break the curse and beat Fulham. Oh, oh it's Friday night, 8 o'clock. We always would have... Oh, wait. Turn it. No. No. no I've got nothing. I've got nothing. I just think we'll win. So, who do you think was the man of the match today? There's only one man of the match, isn't there? Well, actually, I've seen two already because BT Sport gave it to Tyler Roberts and the Premier League app has given it to uh, Edouard Mendy. So you're wrong there, Andy. And the BBC website player ratings uh, has the top rated player as Melier um, and Mendy for Chelsea. So, <laughs> but, although above Melier, above Mendy's rating, Melier, Ailing, Lorente, and Strike. So. Having named all those players, Andy, which one are you giving it to? You're all being divs. You know it's Tyler Roberts. What did Tyler Roberts do today that was so different to his recent performances that set him apart for you to stick your neck out and say he's man of the match? He was threatening. He played good passes. For me, I think he only made one poor decision or he could have slid Rafinha in but took a really rubbish shot against Mendy. He was creative, thought well, fought hard. I just think it's, the, it's probably as easily his best performance of the season. I think um, the the great thing about Tyler Roberts' performance, even though I don't think he's man of the match, uh, is the fact that it goes again. It goes with everything that we've been talking about and consistency. You know, people have written him off. Leeds fans have written him off in the last few weeks, and Bielsa stood by him and kept him in. And today, I'd like a cracking performance against a difficult team. So. Fair play to him and fair play to Bielsa for sticking to his guns as well. You're not giving it to Ty Roberts. Who are you going to go with? Uh, for me, it's Stuart Dallas because he was up against Angolo Kante and you forget that Kante is like a World Cup winner and is a, just a, a class midfielder. And Dallas at times was, you know, matching him and, you know, and better than him as well. And I just think had he not had the performance that he did in that role, that would have caused us a lot of problems because he is such a good player. So, yeah, I think it, it's kind of gone unnoticed by a lot of people, but I just thought he was exceptional. Well, I, I think you've made some great points, both of you actually, and I hadn't thought about Stuart Dallas. And Stuart Dallas is my go-to guy when I'm struggling. But I, I, I was impressed with Tyler Roberts today. Is, and it, was, is that I, just if you don't know how to cook a chicken or if you need help? trimming your you know lawn I've don't I, I missed your reference no idea what you're talking about <laughs> you said he's your go-to guy fair enough oh dear uh, I, I was going to agree with you Andy I think um, for me Tyler Roberts was full of endeavour and I'm I'd like to hold it back for when he actually scores but you're right he's had the ball in the net two games in a row I feel so un desperately unfortunate for him because this he, he's He's kind of in the shop window right now and equally at the point of saying, I I assume Tyler Roberts wants to stay. So these next this next run of fixtures, and he might get a chance again if Benford's out, they might look at twe tweaking that round. I didn't know whether he'd go Tyler Roberts up top and bring Rodrigo in there. So, But it's such an important time for him and I think he did in, in terms of effort today. And I've never acknowledged Tyler Roberts, which is why I was going to go with... Uh, Tyler Roberts today, but I, I do hope that he gets that goal before the end of the season. He will. Will he be on side for it though, James? That's the question. <laughs> <laughs> well, neither of them. It's been him. That's true. It was uh, Helder Costa's knee hair and uh, Patrick Bamford. So on the um, on that offside one today, that was annoying because BT 
they were still playing the replay, weren't they, of the incident at the other end, and then it cut to mm-hmm. it, and it was Bam- Bamford was just outside the six-yard box. You're like, oh, come on. We've barely had any possession, and when we have, you're not even bloody showing it. It's true. Uh, I would like to see, obviously, obviously I'd like to see that, but way more of that where we're transitioning quickly from defence into attack, which we're so capable of doing. Because they, they said on the commentary, 17 seconds from from that point to to there we've so there's some of our best goals over recent times the reading goal whole goal the brilliant it's brilliant when we can play like that because we're, we're so fit we're so athletic i think Gailing, uh, i think luke Gailing had a really good game um i think lorente is looking solid hey i'll throw this out there do we did we look more solid without liam cooper in the side with lorente and strike you're just trying to cause an argument no i'm being a provocateur. Trying to cause an <laughs> argument. It's impossible to say when it's a, a, a nil-nil, isn't it? And as I said, I didn't feel threatened. James said he did feel threatened by them. I don't, I don't think the game is any different if Cooper plays. I, th- I think we might have slightly missed Cooper's diagonals out of the back. Me feeling threatened is my own nervous disposition uh, more than anything else. So I wouldn't worry about that. But I think, yeah, nil-nil... And we looked we looked balanced enough at the back. There was maybe a couple of errors here and there, but yeah, I don't think we're better off for him not being in. It's just good that we can kind of match the same quality when he's not there. So what's your word then, guys? Unfortunate. I feel we're unfortunate to come out of that game without winning it. I think we're out in the balance of it. We actually had the better chances. And I feel really unfortunate for Patrick Bamford that he's got injured while Southgate's watching him. Fortunate is my word. Fortunate that we got a point against fourth in the league, regardless of what happened in the game. Like you would have taken a draw probably before that match for oh. definite. I would have. Well, mine's satisfied. Satisfied with a point here, we are. <laughs> I am satisfied with the point. I think these games to get like what have we got against the top? six or whatever it is we we beat Everton at Goodison but we've we've got nothing else other than the point against City so beat, beat Leicester yeah fair point no that's fair, that a fair three points <laughs> <laughs> go have a sleep Andy we, we didn't record this last night because I thought we'll all be a bit fatigued you think you'll have a sleep you wake up crack on we've just got a draw against a team that are playing a big cup game in midweek they've unbeaten in 12 games we've lost a load of games in a row not scored not got the rub of the green so to go and stop the rock get a decent point crack on it adds that little bit of distance again to the to the bottom three if anyone is looking over their shoulders it's a it's a really positive result well that's it and you know going into the Fulham game if we don't get something out of that then the you know and, and if Fulham win then we're talking about a, a tighter gap all of a sudden, aren't we? Definitely. I'm I'm really happy that Leeds United have not ruined my happy weekend that started in the garden centre. He's livid. Boring. He's absolutely livid, isn't he? Look at his face. No, it, that's his we're challenging. Face. We're challenging for Europe and you're talking about bloody survival. <laughs> right, sign us off. Speak, speak to you next time. Podcast Network.